welcome back to But Where Are You From? My name is Vivian Yao and today we're coming at you with a little solo episode. We're going to keep it nice and relaxed and slow. We're going to just chill, look out of the window of my living room, think about what I'm going to eat for dinner and we're going to ramble. I think that's all I'm capable of doing because I really don't have that much to update you on. Um, This week has been a shit show. I think we all feel that at the moment. So I don't even want to talk about that. I want this to be a safe space. This is a safe space for us to switch off from the world. We don't need to raise awareness because I know you guys know. I know that people who listen to this podcast are predominantly East or Southeast Asian And if you're not, then you are someone who is within the proximity of people who are and you understand have been listening and whatnot. So this is a place to just chat. I just want to chat. I just want to just, I just want to just, you know, (laughs) I want to talk to you about things that have been making me happy this week because I think we tend to get into a state of mind where we go through something traumatic and we almost don't allow ourselves to feel happy. Um, I think we feel guilty. I think we can weaponize that against ourselves and try to hold on to a lot of shame and trauma in our lives. And whilst that's really important to work through, sometimes you just got to fucking shut that shit down (laughs) and be happy just choose joy and still find joy in your life still enjoy food watching netflix and napping that's what i do anyway someone asked me before a neighbor who um is really sweet he bumped into me downstairs and then he outright asked me how have i been this week because of everything going on and like I was just so taken aback because the lack of people just acknowledging what's going on is just astounding and I'm not saying like that's the rule or like that's what people need to do but when people just acknowledge your humanity in that way like honestly it just means so much and then he asked me how am I coping like what am I doing to be happy and I was like yeah just eating (laughs) i have had kfc this week i had um a korean food from fuku manchester which was delicious i had that last night um what i get from kfc actually i got a zinger tower meal four hot wings i nearly went for six but i was like i've got a burger here as well uh two pots of gravy because the regular size ones just aren't enough so we need two of them because they're not doing larges at the moment i don't know whether anyone's noticed that it's like that's so funny how like covid is stopping kfc from doing large gravy so weird anyway so that and then some chips and i was so happy and i've also been making food i've made a lot of congee i went to the chinese supermarket and i bought 50 pounds worth of food and i also bought some um century duck eggs what are they called in chinese now pa- oh, what's it called paydan paydan i think it's called actually is that what it's called i can't remember anyway 
yeah so i bought those popped them on my congee but i think i ended up burning the congee it's got a somewhat like charred smell <laughs> i gave it to my some to my chinese malaysian neighbors two doors down um, but I was like, just to let you know, it might be a bit burnt, but here you go. Here's some duck egg congee for you to try. <laughs> uh, hopefully, I don't know what they think, but <laughs> oh well. They made me some incredible kimchi, uh, which I've been making my way through. Honestly, it's the most delicious thing in the world. So grateful. That's what makes me really happy is when people make food for each other. Like my neighbours have been so sweet. I received a freshly baked loaf of bread last week and it was like this cheese bread thing from my neighbour. And then what else did I get? I got the kimchi. Louise, my friend who's in my bubble, cooks um, food for me every single week. Really good food as well. And literally like that is the ultimate way to my heart is food. I just makes me so fucking happy i mean i guess what else have we got to be looking forward to at the moment apart from when all the shops open back up which you know conflicting feelings like on one hand i'm really excited because i just want to be back at the gym and then also just going out to shops and stuff but at the same time i'm like uh but then covid and stuff but um yeah at the moment it's literally just like okay what can i eat next (laughs) (laughs) so yeah went to the supermarket and bought loads of really nice snacks I've just got ample amounts of dumplings in my freezer Um, and I realized this week that I've barely eaten any vegetables because I've just been relying on eating dumplings and congee and just like you know really really stodgy carbs Um, but I needed it I really needed it and I have no regrets whatsoever So I want to talk about things that I've been watching recently. Now, these are not going to be anything to do with anything. Like they're not related to being East or Southeast Asian. They're just literally really, really good, crappy, trashy shows. And like I said to Mayan, well, actually I said to the Be Seen group the other day that sometimes for me to switch off, like I like to not listen to EC related stuff because... You just don't know if something's going to trigger you. Nothing's going to trigger you here. I'm, I'm not talking about anything, but I just worry about that because I just feel like I'm taking in so much all the time and I don't want to hear someone else's pain because that's also my pain as well. Like I can feel that pain and then it affects me and then I'm like, oh, I'm sad now. And I know that sounds really selfish, but actually I think we don't need to go through we're going through collective trauma already. We don't need to go through more. And so I like to listen to white people's stuff and watch white people's stuff. <laughs> it's just obviously your regular stuff that you see on TV. But, you know, like I listen to podcasts from influencers who talk about dating li- dilemmas. Uh, what's my one, the one that I go to at the moment? The Girl's Bathroom by Sophia and Chinsia. It's just like a very, very accessible dating podcast. I quite enjoy it and the girls do offer some brilliant advice. Um, If you're looking for, you know, topics about politics, I wouldn't go there. But if you're looking to just like switch off, have something really easy to listen to in the background, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Same with a podcast called Call Her Daddy, which is about sex. Um, What else? That are non-political 
related that I listen to. Oh, the Mitchellacks, they've got a podcast. Uh, they talk about parenting and very middle-class life and gin and alcohol and stuff like that. Like they like to talk about how much wine they drink and yeah, uh, just 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 easy listen stuff. And then I've been watching, well, more like binging on Netflix, The Bold Type. So I just put this on on a whim last Sunday and I thought it was going to be a really shitty one that I wasn't going to commit to because it was four seasons. I was like, I'll just put this on, see what it's like. Three seasons later, I'm addicted. The, the first few episodes are very, very like... The scripting is terrible. The acting is terrible. It feels very clunky. It's about three women, three best friends who live in New York City, who work at this magazine together. It's like your equivalent of like Glamour or Cosmo magazine. And it's about them making it in the industry, their dating life, everything. And it's very surface level at first, but then it carries on going deeper and deeper. And then they start to talk about and bring in themes of like politics. So they talk more about like racism, gun politics migrant workers they talk about um ableism like they they really do cover a whole span of topics so it's actually been a very good thing to watch it's it's really good and then the outfits are good the people are good obviously it's one of those programs where you like screaming at them thinking you're so ridiculous this whole thing is ridiculous but yeah i really enjoy it the people are just like pretty and What's more to say? It's quite an empowering watch, actually. It's a very good millennial watch. And then I also started the one on Netflix, which has been, I think it's been on like the top 10 list this week. And it's brilliant, actually. It's a British series about a um, scientist, two scientists who created a dating app where you match uh, due to your DNA. So if you upload your DNA onto the database thing, it will match you with someone who is the one. Like they are 100% matched to you based off your DNA. Um, Which has like raised some questions about like, would I do that if that technology actually existed? And I was like thinking, yeah, probably would, you know. If you had the opportunity to find someone who was absolutely unequivocally right for you in every single way, would you do it? And I, I think I would be one of those adopters because I'm like a dating app adopter. So I would say I would. Um, but it explores things of like people cheating on one another after like doing the test um, and people actually matching people who are dead. So they never actually got to match with that person or meet them. Like imagine if you say match with Hitler <laughs> and that was your match imagine that'd be a story wouldn't it um so it's actually a really good series and it's a whole like murder thing as well so it's a whodunit as well as the dating thing very good show I I would uh, implore anyone to watch it I've actually been watching it with someone that I've been speaking to for a month but we've not met yet because they live further afield and this person is very funny um they on the first video call that we had they dressed up in a cheerleaders costume to just to make me laugh and then the second video date they um did a whole presentation on why I should date them (laughs) um and basically it said things like they are cute and funny um and then now tonight we've got a third video date 
and he has created apparently a whole games night thing um so i'm also involved in this and i said can i put forward around so i am putting forward around called trivia a trivia night on viv so that's my contribution i thought that was genius to be honest trivia who would have thought that so yeah we've been speaking for a month um we've facetimed and he's just a hoot he's very funny very very funny so we'll see whether we actually meet you just don't know with these things do you you don't know um you know you tend to click with someone or you don't I think I actually did go on a date recently with someone not this guy but another guy who on paper seemed like we had a lot in common um he has studied Mandarin before he lived in China for a bit we both like talking about food and stuff like that but when I met him like there was just something missing I think when you just click with someone you just click and sometimes it's just not there and I know that things can definitely grow and things can develop but I just don't want to force things I think my personality is very much if it's there it's there and I know that other people have different opinions on this and they think that the chemistry can grow you can get to know one another you open up and I I certainly feel like that's true for those who are um like more shy or takes a while for them to come out of their shell uh but once you do it's like a beautiful thing and I, I totally get that but I have never found that like just with the way that I date um and my personality type I think I need someone to bounce off I need someone who's going to take that lead when it comes to the humor and stuff like that like I know that with with me I like to crack jokes and be silly and stuff like that and I think if if it was just me doing that all the time it it might be quite exhaustive so so yeah so I went on that day recently but I had to tell them that I wasn't going to see them again because um just just uh there's just no click no click whatever that means it just wasn't there for me um what also has been making me happy is the amount of donations that we've been receiving from be seen um it's incredible we're so 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 grateful and it means that we can then take that money and then redistribute it to the people who are helping us build our platform doing work for us behind the scenes different projects it warms my heart so at the moment we have a coffee donation link and we can see all the names of the people who have donated and there's people that we don't even know we've never even heard of before and we've been sharing the rambo like do you know this person do you know this person and a lot of them are strangers and i do wonder like how much of that is like um the guilt factor of oh i feel like i want to do something but i don't know what to do i will donate and that's absolutely you know one one of the ways in which you can support grassroots movements and other marginalized communities is by doing that absolutely um but I just think like, oh, does it take something like massive to make this happen? Like something really traumatic for this to happen. But then at the same time, I'm really grateful and it does make me really happy to see that and be seen have been in the press a lot recently because of recent news events. Um, So we featured in time.com. We've been in um, Glamour, Vice, quite a few different articles. I went on a student radio the other day. (laughs) I don't (laughs) I don't know why I volunteered for that I feel like (laughs) he was like 
I don't know. It was like a very like small radio station, I think, for a university. <laughs> but anyway, we did it. And you never know, even if it reaches like one person and they take action, you know what? Fair enough. Like, fair enough. But I was just like, damn it. Like, the other team members have been on like um, really big publications and I'm there doing the student radio. To be fair, it's not too dissimilar to this podcast, if I'm honest. So, yeah. Who am I to judge, hey? Who the hell do I think I am? Check myself. Check yourself, Viv. Um, so, yeah, we're very grateful to anyone who has donated or has told their family and friends to donate as well. Um, I'm also loving my flat. I'm just very, very grateful for the space that I've got. I know I'm very privileged to be able to live by myself. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying cleaning it. Like, Sephora is my favorite thing I have this little spray bottle uh, that I keep in my shower and every single time I have a shower I spray this spray bottle with what flavor is it I think I've got cinnamon in there warm cinnamon um, on my shower screen and then I squeegee it and I squeegee the bathroom floor as well it's so satisfying and then I just have another flavor um cranberry and orange that's my favorite by far i love the fruity flavors and i just spray that like on the rug sometimes and then like just on the surface tops and it just makes the room smell so good and it's all like natural um smell aroma so it's not uh what you call like it doesn't smell it doesn't smell like um not authentic what's the word it like Ah, what's the word I'm looking for? It doesn't smell fake. Um, That's not the right word, but we're just going to go with that. You know, like sometimes you spray something and it's so artificial. That's the word. It's artificial. It doesn't smell like that at all. Um, And you can pick them up from Aldi. So if um, anyone is interested (laughs) in cleaning, then check out Sephora. And what I like to do as well, I like to fill up my sink tub uh, with water and then I'll pour like a cap or two of Sephora in and the aroma overnight just like it goes everywhere over the, the whole flat and as soon as you walk into the flat you can just smell that aroma of whatever you've poured into your sink it's genius really like it's just revolutionary it's changed my cleaning habits because I never thought I was a good cleaner but I guess I've never had my own space, so I didn't really care as much. I've always lived in like rented accommodation and stuff like that. And even then it was like with someone else. But I think now that I live by myself, no one else can do it. Only I can clean unless I hire a cleaner. And this flat is way too small for me to even justify that, to be honest. But I'm loving it. Does anyone else enjoy cleaning? I think there's loads of people out there that do. Um... My least favorite thing to do is cleaning the sink. I hate doing that for some reason. I hate seeing food clogged up in the sink. Equally, I hate seeing my hair everywhere. I just don't know how I managed to molt so much and it just goes everywhere. I just see it and I'm like, oh my God, like, can it not just stay on my head? Because my hair is so thin anyway. Why am I molting so much? Why am I molting so much? And even when I'm in the shower and then my hair just comes out and it's like a little clump and I stick it on the shower wall. And then um, when I finish with the shower, I just put it in the toilet. But I'm just like, why can't this just stay in my hair? I know it's normal, but also just, can you not? Because my hair is so thin, just stop falling out. So that's my little uh, thoughts on cleaning. Um, Is this interesting? 
Do people find this interesting? Are you still here? Are you still here listening right now wondering when are we going to get to the good stuff? I'm afraid that's it. <laughs> I'm afraid this is as good as it gets. We we have no further content because there literally is nothing that I've done in the past few days that I can really give you. Um, however, I have actually been really enjoying buying myself stuff. I don't buy myself a lot of things. Like obviously I bought this flat, but like as in little things throughout the, the week, I don't really, I really have to think about buying really simple things like a candle for myself or or even, I mean, clothes. I don't tend to buy a lot of clothes. I think obviously with lockdown, but anyway, I really try to be very, very mindful of like the clothes that I do buy just because I don't like to have overconsumption of something and just trying to be very mindful of where I purchase from as well. Um, but I've been trying to buy more so from like EC owned businesses or people of color owned businesses. I bought myself a lovely candle, a frankincense and orange candle from The Caring Touch. Uh, They are a mother-daughter-owned business, uh, Linda and Su Yin, who are, I think they're Malaysian, and they um, have a lovely, cute Etsy shop. They're called The Caring Touch on Instagram, and I purchased a candle from them, and I can't wait for it to arrive. I'm very excited. I also bought Kim from Nano Sounds t-shirt. She's got her own merch. She designed this t-shirt. I think it means happy on it, Um, so I bought that recently for myself which I can't wait to wear. I'm not actually taking it out of its packaging yet, but I'm going to do that. And I just think that buying things from other small businesses is a form of activism in itself. You're saying no to the corporates. You are giving back to the EC community or whatever community. It just makes you feel good. And you're getting something in return as well. So, you know, in a way, it's very, very like, um what's the word fake altruism I can't think of words today you know there's altruism in the sense that like you're giving something but obviously you're getting something in return you're just buying stuff and it's making you feel good basically why am I even like looking into this or trying to think of a deeper meaning I'm just literally buying shit because I like it and I know that makes me feel good because it's helping out another business you know and then I've been sending gifts to people as well so I bought my sister she's been doing her thesis and she's been working really really hard she's nearly finished she's a um clinical psychologist yeah she's a clinical psychologist and she'll be done with her thesis on the 19th of April and she's been working so hard I've barely spoken to her because she's just been working 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 on this thesis um and I bought her a little care package thing from Lengbox which is like Korean skincare and it's like the UK's number one Korean skincare box brand um it was like £30 for a box of like really nice skincare which I actually want to buy for myself I don't know why I haven't yet I bought it for the people loads but just not for myself but it's such a cute present um and she was really happy and she sent me a photo of her in the box and the free hat that it came with as well really cool bright pink hat that says lem box on the top of it so check that out as well um am I just enabling people into buying things I also have been looking into my Myers-Briggs personality test again because I just want to see whether it's changed it's not (laughs) I'm still the ESFP entertainer personality I would have liked to think that my personality has evolved because when I read it it just sounds like such a juvenile personality like it talks about being like the person to like burst into song spontaneously and yes granted I do do that I do do that um and also being quite sensitive and whatnot and 
um quite pragmatic as well I think is one of the traits all those things yep yeah 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 um and I know that a personality test can't tell you it doesn't show you the full depiction of who you are but at the same time I'm just like oh god this is just me isn't it oh why can't I be one of the mysterious ones or the rare ones perhaps like what's the one that's like super rare the INTJ one or something and it's like three percent of people in the world or less than that and they're like special unicorns I want to be a unicorn I don't want to be someone who just bursts into song I want to be a unicorn. Why can't I be a unicorn? Um, Alas, we are who we are and we should be proud of who we are. So that's what I need to tell myself. People people tend to like my bad jokes and uh, my rambles and bursting into song. If it makes people laugh, then, you know, fair enough. Maybe that's why I enjoy doing this podcast because I feel like I'm entertaining people even though it's just me sat here alone in my living room um yeah god that's a sad reality i look around and i'm speaking to myself (laughs) but of course you can always message me and get in touch i'm at it's vivyao on instagram um i've been rubbish though with replying back to people just in general been terrible terrible um just been yeah i guess can't be asked (laughs) no other reason I'm sure you all feel the same as well sometimes it just gets too much and there's too many messages and you're just like you know what I just don't need to I just don't need to and I don't take offense as well like I message people and I don't hear back and I I genuinely don't even think about it the only difference I think is if you're dating someone for example and you don't hear back from them and you're like what the fuck like that's very different I think but when it comes to like friends and stuff like that and people that I speak with on Instagram if I don't hear back I would never feel like how fucking dare they unless I asked them something that was specific and required an answer but even then it's like oh just take your time you know take your sweet time so I'm sure that grace is extended as well but sometimes I do feel bad um and like I'm just ignoring people but really it's just I'm not ignoring you I just I'm ignoring you for now (laughs) and then I'll get back to you when um I guess I can be bothered is probably the most honest way to put it and that's okay that's okay for everyone I have also got a special guest coming up and I think I'm gonna save it for and let you know once the podcast turns one years old one years old one year old is it multiple plural if it's one one years old one year old when I'm one year old how old are you oh I'm one year old no that doesn't make sense how old are you I'm one years old that also doesn't make sense oh you just say you just say oh I'm a year old you don't say I am one years old oh it's years isn't it one years old anyway yeah so the podcast is turning one on the 24th of March so obviously it was like a couple of days after lockdown um which is wild you know if I was a good marketer (laughs) I would have planned some kind of like big one year party announcement thing on social media with a giveaway and fucking oh my god that's actually a really good idea should I do a giveaway that's a really brilliant idea maybe I'll do a giveaway what would I give away? 
I mean, actually, yeah, I've got loads of shit that I could give away. I could just buy shit from other EC businesses and just like give it away. And it could be like a UK competition thing. Not competition. Like what would it, what would you need to do? What's the mechanic behind this? Let's think about this. What would we need to do? Just like comment on my Instagram post. Tell me what's your favorite episode and why. Um, comment about something that brings you joy. Could it be that the giveaway is that you and you have to donate to be seen, and then, and then it's a raffle thing similar to what Yuck Fun have done. Their, their raffle was awesome. I really wish if you don't follow Yuck Fun on um, Instagram, they did this awesome raffle to raise money for various easy charities. Um, and they were giving away like a load of their merch, like a load of their like illustrated um, clothing that they have on their website. It was, uh, I really wanted to win that raffle so badly. I might just buy their stuff. Like, why am I just like being such a cheapskate, putting in three pounds, hoping that I win a raffle that like loads of people have entered. But yeah, that was a brilliant, brilliant competition. But maybe I'll do something like that because it's on the 24th, which is a Wednesday. So I could announce the winner on the Sunday when it comes out again, the podcast. What do we think? Is anyone still here? Half an hour in, is anyone still listening? Um, I think that'd be a really nice idea, actually. I think we need a bit of um, joy at the moment. So I'm gonna I'm gonna check this with um, my team, i.e. be seen. <laughs> uh, just check they're happy to do that. I think that'd be a lovely idea if we do something like that. And also I just need to check competition rules as well because can you get people to pay to enter? And is it paying if it's going to charity, if it's a donation? Could it be a voluntary donation that could give you another entry or something? Something to think about anyway. Maybe I'll, I'll take this offline and I'll come back to you um, in a written response on Instagram probably. But I think we should do something. I think we should celebrate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Um, I think I'm going to wrap it up here. It's been lovely chatting as always. And I hope that you are all staying well. Uh, looking after yourselves, eating lots of dumplings and noodles or rice. Um, and if you want to chat, you can message me, but I just won't guarantee that I'll come back to you anytime soon. But just know that I'm here as well. Um, and yeah, feel free to share this with your friends. Please rate, subscribe and all that good stuff. And I'll see you next week. Bye.